I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So we're having a mare, really, <laughs> as you can see. Well, you, are, you can't see. Where this am is, I? <laughs> it's going really well already. We're like, who's in control? You can who's see though, can't you, Tilly? Do you want to audio describe? <laughs> today. Um, Helen's in a I think, I think it's, go- it's God and only God. Do you want to describe what you can see currently? Helen is in a parking garage. I believe is the pronunciation of garage. Yeah, absolutely. And I look like, you know, those scary movies where people go to get murdered. I'm like in an episode of Luther. You love saying that about yourself. You're what, always I'm going to get murdered? Yeah, you're always saying it's like Luther. Am I? Yeah. Isn't this podcast beautiful for discovering little patterns about ourselves that we didn't know were there? <laughs> discovering <laughs> that we're both really fucking boring, yeah. <laughs> you said that last week. Did I? Oh, I don't remember that. I love that we tried to rebrand ourselves, but we continue to just spew out oh, the same no. dirge. It's going to be the same dirge forever. But now, forever hopefully, a more, a more branded dirge. Mm, got a nice picture of ourselves. It's the, uh, it's the little thumbnail that you'll be able to see on your podcasting app. Pretty exciting. Pretty, Pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm if in a you... multi-story car park in Doncaster is where I am. I don't know that this is going to work, Helen, because there's such there's a, a big delay. Yeah. I don't know why there's such a big delay. Maybe it's because you're in a parking garage. <laughs> so the other thing that's happened, we should explain to the listener, is that I'm not recording at my end because my laptop has decided that it hates me, probably because I'm in a parking garage. So mm. Tilly is recording me through her Zoom, but it means that normally what we do is we're out of sync, we talk over each other, but it doesn't matter because I just cut out Tilly and keep myself my own line in. <laughs> and but Tilly... also, normally we can have a conversation without pretty seamlessly. Yeah, and that's It true might be quite difficult. Would you like to just only ever be one person speaking at a time? Would that work? What's happening here is we're in conflict where Tilly recognises that the situation is chaotic and wants to end it. And I want to persevere against all the odds. And I think that sums up our personalities. I'm like, it's not working. And Helen's like, it's not working, but let's carry on. <laughs> I think you just speak and then when you finish speaking, you say, um, what's the thing they say in Morse code at the end of a message? Stop. Well, you don't say anything in Morse code. (laughs) What's the thing I'm thinking of where you're on a Roger, Roger? Is that the thing you say? We could just say over and out. Could just say over and out. (laughs) Over. Over, that's the one. I'm speaking now, over. over. See, it's not fucking working. 
but that's because we've not tried it yet over all right now we're trying it over exactly and it's seamless isn't it tilly over yes this is making for an incredibly useful vulnerable and natural conversation over so welcome to Tilly and Helen are mostly nice about people. We talk about different people every week. And this week we're talking about Bernard Shaw, also known as George Bernard Shaw, over. You're editing this one, over. <laughs> I'm going to start by reading his Wikipedia page, which I've actually copied and pasted his entire Wikipedia page onto my pages on my MacBook because Wikipedia is crashed. Anyway, over. <laughs> <laughs> You may now respond over. Thank you for your email, Helen. I will get back to you in three to five business days, over. <laughs> George Bernard Shaw, 26th of July, 1856 to the 2nd of November, 1950, known at his insistence simply by Bernard Shaw, was an Irish playwright, critic, polemicist and political activist. His influence on Western theatre, culture and politics extended from the 1880s to his death and beyond. He wrote more than 60 plays. You can't interrupt me now. This is so great. I'm going to read the whole thing. Born in Dublin, Shaw moved to London in 1876, where he struggled to establish himself as a writer and novelist. Blah, blah, blah. He was basically a writer, political... Unsubscribe! <laughs> Over. So weirdly, last night I was reading this book over oh wow so it's called balancing acts by nick heitner and there's a big picture of the national theater and some lights on it over is it good sorry yes it... i broke the rule <laughs> and then is you good say over? over yes but see the thing is if we're going to establish rules we've all got to follow them okay helen i'm over. george bernard shaw i like to break the rules and be a big marxist later to become a big whatever he did over so in this book, coincidentally, that I was reading last night, Bernard Shaw came up. And can I read you a passage from it, over? You may, over. I think this is how all conversations should be, over. <laughs> the only thing that's, um, I want to give you encouragement and things like that, and I'm not able to do that, but I can guess I could do it with noises. Am I allowed to do noises, over? Yes, you are allowed to do noises, but only permitted noises such as, mmm, no, like, uh, yeah, because that's going to mm. ruin the flow. Over. Mm. Mm. Thank you very much for the permission to mm, over to you. Over. Well, thank you. I will now read an excerpt. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking boring. I will now read an excerpt from Nicholas Heitner's Balancing Acts, his diaries mm. from. Mm, are you enjoying mm, this? You can't say anything because I haven't said the word. So you're just going to have to sit there and listen in your parking garage. This is all your fault. So we're going to enjoy this. <clears throat> in the dialogue he writes for them, Shaw couldn't care less about how either of them feels. <laughs> that wasn't one of the permitted noises. I didn't say you could sigh. Um, I'll cut to the. I'll cut to the interesting... <laughs> I'll cut to the interesting bit about Shaw, which is that um, his glib dishonesty was the dark underbelly of what makes his plays crackle with energy. He was an apologist for Stalin and briefly for Hitler. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. 
and that's all that really probably us gossip mongers care about over yeah i was surprised to see that he was sympathetic towards hitler but because my only research was reading his wikipedia page Five on his wikipedia ago. page right? did i <laughs> give you i'm so the... sorry <gasps> you did it again <laughs> so i read this last night in my bed actually and really enjoyed finding out about him from wikipedia and he's yeah very interesting but they really brush over him being a hitler sympathizer to the point i had to reread it a few times let me control find hitler where he they say something like he thought it was all right oh there's 11 mentions of him oh well i clearly didn't read the whole thing did i over please continue over um he did say though it was bad to hate people based on their race and religion so he, you know, is that what we're measuring people off? Is that, does that count as human decency? You're pulling a face, but I'm not going to let you speak. No, I will let you speak. Over. But wasn't that Hitler's whole bag over? Oh, can I just clarify? I'm not saying therefore it's okay that you sympathise with Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> wow, God, this podcast is going to get us cancelled. Three um, episodes. Oh. Fuck, sorry. No, who's who's got the conch? Uh, I think you've still got the conch over. Thank you. Over. I hate every second of this. Over. <laughs> and I'm really loving how much you're hating it. I suggested we did Bernard Short because my very good friends at an amazing place called Sam's Film Studios, which is um, a sort of commune slash, they probably hate me for calling it a commune, but they're all old film. I haven't talked about it before, probably. Um, they're all old film produced. They're not old. Well, they are old, but they're not. <laughs> they're all <laughs> they're all of a certain period still making stuff. I'm really digging myself a hole without you mm. being here to say things. Mm. Anyway, they run this amazing building venue, costume hire, archive place called Sands Film Studios, where they all also live. Anyway, they're currently researching and putting on films by and about Bernard Shaw. And I realised I don't really know anything about Bernard Shaw, so I thought it'd be good to do for the poddy poo. But then I also still continue to not really know much about Bernard Shaw. But what mm. they did say and why I was interested in him is he did this speech on his birthday in Parliament for the BBC. But the BBC, who he'd really sort of got into bed with doing his little plays and things, and it was around the sort of birth of the BBC doing these plays and things and Bernard Shaw was loving it having a great time he then did this speech in parliament and the BBC were like please could you <laughs> why are you looking at me like that over <laughs> because of the way you pronounce the BBC over okay so he was doing his speech for the BBC and um and they were like you need to take out some of that some of what you're saying because it's controversial politico and he said no i'm not going to do that i'm going to say what i'm going to say the bbc then didn't air his speech right and i thought this was really interesting because what the people at sans film studios said is they would never have heard of this speech but because it got cancelled they're aware of it and it's now this very famous speech the bernard shaw birthday speech so that was interesting and I was excited to come to you with what you thought about that but just the sort of subclause to this tantalizing story is that I then googled Bernard Shaw birthday speech I can't find anything about it anywhere so I think the only people who actually are still talking about it are the people at um the very highly cultured and very lefty wingy Sans Film Studios over 
and they're all old as fuck over <laughs> do you know what i stand by it they're they are of a certain vintage over mm. age is fine age is okay it's okay to be old over sorry i carried on talking over <laughs> what happens if i'm saying that i'm over the moon about something or god that person's really overrated over you have to remove my dead body <laughs> over <laughs> so the way that flowed was you have to remove my dead body over this is why we need to be on two separate tracks of recording don't we this is also sense. why we need a stable internet connection to i disagree i'm never doing this again if you ever if you ever call me from a parking garage ever again i'm immediately just hanging up and going to have I a would small not call lie this down a, this i've done podcasts from my car before right and they've gone really well so i think the common denominator is not the parking garage yeah but, but wasn't it, that your dogging podcast with matt <laughs> can only be found on the dark web mm-hmm um, what what do you think about the idea of censorship sometimes actually having the opposite effect of what the censors intended? Pretty, over. pretty, pretty cool. Over. <laughs> it sort of reminded me a bit of Putin, though, yeah. where the thing you're intending to do has a sort of opposite effect. Now Ukraine's, you know, gone the opposite way to what he was hoping for with his big war. Over. Well, I guess it's all rooted in trying to control people. Someone's outside my house. Uh, Putin's here to pick me up. Um, it all kind of <laughs> is about like that desperate need that we all have in us to control our environment and the people in our environment. But we can never truly control anyone, probably except ourselves. But even then, you can't control what happens to your body sometimes over although you really didn't want to do this podcast and i've managed to persuade you to do this podcast just by continuing to do it so in some ways do i have control over you over yes you do and also i want us to stick to our resolution of making this show and not uh not giving up over love that also, I'm worried that a bit like conflating Hitler and not being racist, I've conflated a speech in Parliament being censored. You've done with... several things wrong so far. Yeah, it's I don't want to. I don't want to stress you out, but um, it's been bad, hasn't it? It's been a messy, mm, muddly road today. Mm, and um, I'd just like to say, Hitler is bad. Putin is bad. Bernard Shaw, pretty. I'm pr I'm pretty on board with him actually. I don't know much about him other than I did. I think one of my classical speeches to get into drama school was St. Joan. Over. Did you see the horror film by the same name a couple of years ago, Over? I didn't, Over. Was it called St. Joan? Well, maybe not. Have a Google at some point. It's a great film with that woman who played Elizabeth Bennet in the um, Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. People are going to be screaming at this podcast now, thinking that was called St. Everyone Maud. switched off. This is excruciating. <laughs> Everyone switched off already. Do you want to hear about Bernard Shaw's political journey? <laughs> Bernard Shaw's political journey? Is that the name of his podcast? <laughs> no, although there is a book that I really wanted to buy to understand about his birthday speech called Bernard Shaw and the BBC. But it was £70. 
What? And I thought, yeah, it's one of those academic books that's 70 pounds. Don't they want people to read their book? No, no, they're academics. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> I will probably buy it at some point in my no. life. When I've got more of a disposable income. No, not worth it. 70 pounds for a single book. Mm. Just like... That- can you not get it from a library somewhere? What's the point of you being involved in all those universities if you can't just go and nick a book oh from somewhere? Oh, my God. I should get it from the library. God, libraries are great, aren't they? Mm. So he was a Marxist, and then he joined the Fabian Society, right? And then he, and then he was like, mm, not sure. So then he became, he became an advocate for gradualism. Have you ever heard of that? What happens? It, is it like it's incremental change i'm guessing yeah gradually happens yes yeah, it does what it says on the tin really yeah it's the idea that you don't need a big radical revolution to have progressive radical change that it can happen gradually i guess yeah gradualism and then he later accepted the principle of permutation the notion whereby socialism could best be achieved by infiltrating by the infiltration of people and ideas into existing political parties. So for me, I think what happened is he just lost hope throughout his life. Huge mood. Over. 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 Yeah, he sort of just became disillusioned, didn't he? And he thought, well, we probably just have to sort of absorb into the systems that oppress us and hope that we can change from within. And if not, we'll get rich. Yeah, I wonder if he was rich in his life. Yeah, surely. He had huge uh, plays that everyone went to see. Yeah, but, I mean, I've got huge plays. People come and see. I know I don't really. I don't know who I think I am. Well. Um, I've just controlled found Rich on his Wikipedia page. There's a lot of people called Richard that he was acquainted with. Yeah. Try wealthy. Oh, okay. No... Results found for wealthy. All right. Well, that definitely means he had no money then. Control F has spoken. It has. Well, Control F wealth and we found the Commonwealth. Boo. Mm. Yeah, I don't really know much about his plays. Did you read his whole play when you were doing his speech or did you just read the speech? Of course. I was a good girl and I did my work. And that's one of the things that they say when you're applying for drama school you can't just do the speech and not read the play. You've got to read the whole play. You're so good at acting. It's um, almost believable. The phone never stops ringing, I have to be honest. It, it is non-stop at the moment. I've got quite a few offers in the pipeline. Just juggling things, seeing what's going to work out for you. It's nice to say no sometimes, isn't it, to jobs? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think the best summary of this podcast is when I said, what do you think about Bernard Shaw? And you said, don't really know much about him. When did I and say that? About five minutes ago. Fucking hell, I can't remember that. I literally can't remember that, Helen. I just think we've got such confidence, which I really enjoy in both of us to do an interview. Do you think episode. I've got confidence? Yeah. Do I, do I seem like I've got confidence? I think that you think that you should have confidence and you probably don't have as much confidence as you should considering how great you are. But you must have some level of confidence to, to do this with me. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I would only. I would only do this because of you. Because I forced you to do it. No, no. Just like there aren't many people who, if they'd asked me four years ago to do a podcast, I would have said yes. Because oh. I like to think that I'm. Do you know what I mean? A bit aloof. Oh my god! You've got something crawling on you, Helen. It's going into your eye, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Helen. 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 Just wipe. Wipe your eyebrow. Wipe your eyebrow. Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! I think I ate it. No, I don't think you did. I think it went in my mouth. I no, think I think it, it went into your it? hair. It was just a oh, small. It's oh, it's small... a little spider. Yeah, it's a spider. I found him. Okay, Is he okay? Come on, baby. Oh Let's get god. you out of this parking garage. <laughs> I thought you were doing a bit. I thought you were doing a bit. Oh well, that why, was why would I ever do that as a right bit? There. There's something crawling into your eye. <laughs> I've started carrying things round in my hair like it's a new thing. I came home from a walk the other day and I just like brushed my hair, and mm. three spiders just fell out. It's so weird. It's like they yeah, know that, that is I because you did set millions of them loose inside your own home. <laughs> Probably no. As we know, they were never allowed to do that because they were murdered before their time. R.I.P. Prayers up for all the Spice <laughs> Babies. Thank you for your really great reaction to that. You were so good at remaining calm. In the I just couldn't believe what was happening. I wanted to stop it going in your eye, is what I wanted to stop. I was like, oh, Helen's got a little freckle there. I never knows. <laughs> I think it's the spirit of Bernard Shaw trying to get into my brain. It's the spirit of all the spiders you tried to save. Are you ringing? Um, <laughs> it's the person in the car next oh, to me. Right. Should we eavesdrop? Yeah, shall we? They're actually they're reversing out. I think they're, they're lining up a call for their drive home. Oh, welcome to the O2 messaging service. Ooh. The person you called doesn't love you. Please try again later. <laughs> um, can I can I just say as well hello to Sarah, who is one of the teachers who works in the school that I recorded from last week she followed yes. us on twitter today oh, and so you, now i'm worried she's going to realize that i wasn't i pretended i was having a serious important meeting in her office oh, no. and i think now she's gonna listen and realize that it was in fact talking to you so apologies sarah but welcome to the potty poo should we also shout out all of our patrons who are on the yeah currently on the five pound tier Thank you, and, we love you. Uh, we now have a new show. 
that were calling can we lose the maid and this is going to be a monthly show where me and helen talk a bit more about what's going on for us personally we get in depth there's exclusive things that you're not going to hear on the main show it's filthy it is it's it's after dark is what it is pure filth and if you would like to support us you can go to our patreon and subscribe like and subscribe for more incredibly professional content recorded in a parking garage in an undisclosed location okay well i think we've learned lots about George yeah and it's gone so well as always we end each episode with asking each other an existential question do you know what you would like to ask me i would like to ask you if there is a purgatory does it look like a multi-story car park <laughs> no i it, i love a multi-story car park for me this is heaven mm. do you know i love it i feel safe secure i feel like everyone's here for the same thing yeah i love those spinny things that you drive up and down i love going really fast up and down those you know the, mm. the spinny the, the, the things always since you gave up cocaine the... that's <laughs> that's how i get my thrills that's, that's your thrills yeah yeah it always smells in the in the in the stairwell that's a very nice familial thing of what piss yeah okay um i guess i'll put that question back to you in fact i'm gonna adapt it slightly mm. is there purgatory um probably on earth yeah nice. but no i don't believe in heaven or hell or purgatory you go and that's it <laughs> you're dead okay. see you next week um <laughs> okay oh, wait i have a question for you i have a question oh for you. you do can you change systems from within oh what do you, when you say within Whatever you want that to mean. That's convenient. Um, <laughs> yes, but at what cost? I think right. a great personal cost for some people who um, are too sensitive or shouldn't be doing the jobs that they are doing. But yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, it's probably not popular to say, but yeah, I think you can. But, you know, one person's impact is always going to be pretty small compared to a collective uh group of people putting pressure as we're on. seeing currently with the strikes which yeah. hopefully by the time this goes out have greatly expanded to all industries and all workers and we stand with you in solidarity Ooh, let me ask you this oh, about yeah. a general strike if there's a general strike what the fuck are we yeah. gonna do we'll stop doing this podcast <laughs> no one's paying us to do this uh, what will we do? Um, okay, that's a good what question. Would you, what would you do if you had a, a TV job, a huge TV job, and there was a general strike? I know this I is do. my fear. I tr- yeah, I would try really hard to persuade everybody else to do it. So it wasn't like I'm the person being, yeah. the, you know, I would try and persuade everyone else in the company. And like, so we're all collect. And then, you know, like if it's a, if it's a filmy TV thing or the crew or the, like, let's all strike. And then it's not just me being a knob. They've only got that location for that day. So that's the only day they can do. Oh, it's really hard, isn't it? It's I can't very lie. hard. I can't lie. I would try and do everything in my power to 
not gay. Scab, scab, scab. <laughs> I just love torturing you. I had this, this is hell. with, you know, the um, West. It is it, This is purgatory. Yeah. This made up scenario where I've got a big TV job and but everyone's on general strike. <laughs> that is, that is, well, I'll think about that for the rest of the day. Okay. Okay. Thanks um, for joining us right, for this truly well, unhinged episode in Purgatory <laughs> with Bernard Shaw. We'll see you soon. We'll see you next week when we'll be talking Over about... and out. Over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work. We're too out of sync. Didn't work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.